Coming up next on The Jeff Curley Show, you're going to meet a certified human behaviorist. What is that? His incredible journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is The Jeff Crilly Show. Well, if you watch this show for any length of time, you know that I love to interview entrepreneurs and often these entrepreneurs are good at making widgets, but they're not good at people. And isn't that what it's all about? Adam Butorf, he is a certified human behaviorist, is in the house. Come on. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. And, and what is a, a, a certified human behaviorist? Well, Jeff, I love that you asked that question because you even made the statement of, hey, listen, people are great at making widgets, but not great at people. And so I've always been fascinated with people. And so a certified human behaviorist is literally doing that, do a study of people, how they're wired, how they think, how they communicate. Because if you can solve those problems, the business takes care of a lot of itself because I don't know very many businesses that don't run on people of some sort. Yes, and you've built an amazing company and, and now you've moved into speaking. You're a best-selling author twice over. Uh, let's talk about Renown Construction and we're gonna pull up your website because I, I just wanna brag on you. I mean, you started this thing in 2012 and you've been on the Inc. 5,000 fastest growing companies list twice, is that right? Twice, yes, sir. It's one thing to start a company, it's another thing to actually grow it to any significance, and I've just been blessed. Once again, I love people, and so <clears throat> when people grow up, they don't think, oh, I'm gonna grow up and be a roofer. But the truth is, that's how I got led into it, and that's where God has me, and I build people, I build teams, and so by doing that, it builds the company, and it has really just been a fun joy. And so uh, how did you start in the roofing business? It's like most people when they start their career, um, other than doctors and lawyers, um, most people, when I grew up, I, I didn't imagine that's what I would be doing. At the same aspect, <clears throat> it was 2008, 2009, when the crash kind of hit us all, right? I had two different businesses going. I was flipping houses and did real estate and had an internal personal training business. And then it kind of both tanked. And then at the time, <clears throat> My wife's like, listen, you better find something to do. And I've always been worked for myself. And so I had a friend in the roofing business and that's kind of, well, I'll do this for a few months until I figure out, you know, what my next steps are, what my next entrepreneurial journey is. And turns out that was the journey. I got into the business, loved the business, loved the people in the business, how I could help clients and then launched my own. And it's, that's, as the story goes, that's how it goes. I love it. We're going to show some video from some of your projects. And one of the things I want to brag about, um, Adam, is he's a man of integrity. And uh, for many years, he's been with RCAT, with the, which is the Roofing Contractors Association of Texas, who's also a client of ours. And they're, they're really about um, bringing honor and integrity to an industry that sometimes falls short. Absolutely. And I, I even joked earlier, Jeff, that you, know, you could be a roofer tomorrow if you wanted to be. And that's the scary thing. 
but our cats come in and actually made a license, a voluntary license, that we are licensed with them um, to make sure I've got the credentials and understanding to actually run and operate and roof uh, commercial and residential roofing. So uh, give us an idea of the size of your company, however you want to measure it. Is it um, number of crews or number of projects a year? I mean, how, how, how large has it grown? It's funny. Most people measure it based on money. They measure it based on crews. It depends on how you want to measure it. For me, I just love having a fantastic cruise. I've got six different crews nice. that um, run the residential and the commercial side. And... To me, it's my, I call it my SEAL Team 6, <laughs> right? I don't, I don't like massive, just big, big, big. I like efficient, effective quality. That's sure. what we like. And I know there's turnover in many industries. Um, as a certified human behaviorist, are you able to really get in there and, and know everybody's motivation, know their why? And that's, I, I love you said that, Jeff, because that's what I focus on. I even have, as silly as it sounds, I have a love form. Right? It's called the renowned love form. I want to know what you care about, what you like. Everything from the type of coffee you'd prefer if I decided to care for you and bring you Starbucks that day, from the type of synths that you like, the restaurants you enjoy. But not only that, I find their motivations. Everything from, I, I pull things from my personal relationships like the five love languages. Because when you understand how people are cared for and loved, you can easily do that for them. And they feel that. And so you spoke about transition because there is a lot of transition in, in just work in general. My thing is anytime one of my team members comes to me and says, I just feel the need. I had one team member, for example, came to me and says, my wife and I have always wanted to live in Colorado. I said, great, let's make it happen for you. He goes, really? I'm like, yes, I'll pull my connections. And guess what? Him and his wife live in Colorado, have for a few years now and love it and are so thankful because I'm not trying to keep anybody here it's all about win-wins wow. and it makes everybody better. I love that. He's also a very popular speaker and author. We're going to pull up his speaker website and I want to give you a chance to talk about your two best-selling books. Uh, and both of these uh, became bestsellers on Amazon. Tell us about the books. So the first one was Resilience, Turning Your Setback into a Comeback. And that's just, I co-authored that with several other authors. Most people, when you look at their lives, all you see is the, the perfect outside. It must be perfect. It must be wonderful. And all uh, the, the authors in the book, we just talked about our story. Um, I lost my late wife to brain cancer. And I just talked about how devastating that was for me, what it, how difficult it was, and what, how I used that to spring forward and overcome that. And it doesn't define me, but actually um, fuels who I am and creates me. My mentor said one time, Jim Rowe, he says, you can use your past as equity for your future. So that's what that book was all about. The second book, I got honored to be in there, Success Habits of Super Achievers. And I'm in there with people like Darren Hardy and Les Brown and Brian Tracy. I mean, some of the huge, my mentors growing up. And we just all talked about, I took a chapter and talked about what habits do I have that created the success I have? And so everybody wrote their chapter on, here are the, what's made big success in my life. And our goal is for you to use it and apply it to your life. What are some of the common mistakes that you see entrepreneurs make as they start to grow their company? Because I, I know there's a culture that happens when it's like one to 10 employees, and then there's a different culture when it's 50 employees. What are some uh, words of wisdom that you give to people who are wanting to scale their business? Here's, here's the words of wisdom I can give you. <clears throat> always, when you come across what I call a rock star or a superstar, always hire them. Because they will always produce, no matter if you can afford them or not, they will always be worth their weight in gold, first of all. Secondly, 
delegate. The problem with most entrepreneurs is we have this problem. Nobody will do it as good as I will, right? That's how we think. And that actually may be true in some things. But that, what you have to realize as an entrepreneur, they will do it good enough to help you grow. And also, there are people that have skills that you don't, they're gonna do it way better than you. You just have to trust them and empower them. When you empower your team to have ownership part of what they're doing, there is something magical when you give someone an ownership part. For example, my telephone number for the roofing business is 972-QUALITY. I didn't come up with that. That wasn't my idea. That was one of my staff. And they are incredibly loyal because of that, that they packed that impact and it was great. So it's things like that that make a huge difference. And so um, when you go around and speak around the country, what, is the, what are the topics that you're being asked to speak on? So I do a lot of training and speaking on how people are wired, how they function, how they think. Because if you can connect with people, how, they, how they're naturally wired, and it's literally I can train your team in 10 to 15 minutes and then implement on how they're wired, how they think, how they communicate. Because by doing that, I eliminate 85% of all conflict inside the office. I work with a lot of sales teams to help them get the most effective communicate with the sales and getting that because now they're communicating in ways others resonate with, not just how I resonate with. Sure. Let's talk about generations in the workplace because I'm a boomer. I was born in 63, so I'm like the tail end of the boomers. And then you have the Gen X and then you have the millennials and the Gen Zs. Gen Zs. And pretty, pretty soon in a few years, we're going to have the alphas. So, <laughs> so for sure. there is kind of a disconnect. What, what's your advice for uh, you know, getting along in the workplace and, and respecting each other's um, work habits and, and all of that stuff? I, I, tell, I tell teams all the time, say, listen, the way you've done it for a decade or five years is not the way you have to do it for the next five or 10 years. Because millennials, for example, that's a, they, they get a bad rap, okay? <laughs> Our generation has a lot of bad jokes about millennials. But let me tell you, millennials work really hard when they feel like it's more than just the job. There is actually a vision behind it. There's a purpose. If they see the reasoning behind what they're doing, right? It, there's an old saying that says, vision leaks. So if you cast a good vision, they get on board with a vision. Also, they like to do things differently and creatively than, than we historically have done it in, our, in my generation. Because my generation says, look, give me the job, I work, and that's what I do. It's fantastic, you pay me great. The younger generations need more than just that. They want to feel a part of something. Like there has to be meaning behind it. And if you can create meaning, you can create loyalty. Wow, I love that. Okay, we only have about a minute left, so uh, final thoughts. What would you like to leave people with? Uh, this, you're, you're better than you think you are, all right? Allow others to help you because nobody becomes great by themselves. It's sometimes been said that behind every great man is a great woman. Behind every great organization is a great team. Not a great superman or superwoman, a team. Allow others to come in and be a part of your team. If you're the smartest person in the room, get to a different room. So bring others on that help you, that sharpen you and grow you, and reward them for that. Awesome. We're going to end with both of his websites. His uh, for-profit commercial website is renownconstruction.com. And then his speaker website is todayschangeagent.com. Uh, Adam, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Jeff. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.